Welcome to the Network Marketers Den, the ultimate podcast for network marketers who are looking for ideas and knowledge to grow, develop, and level up their network marketing business. I'm Janet Metzger, your host, and I can't wait to share with you what we have today. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. It's Janet Metzger of the Network Marketers Den. You know, I've been in this great industry for many, many years, and uh, I just love it. I do believe it's the best industry that there is. So I work alongside network marketers um, in many, many different companies, different businesses, but there's always a common theme. Well, uh, quite honestly, I encountered this common theme over the weekend, and I'll get more into that in a minute. But uh, the other day, I was uh, scrolling through my social media feed. In fact, this was on LinkedIn, and I saw a funny picture, really got me laughing, but more importantly, it got me thinking. And what the post was, is there was a company that challenged their team members to come to off, come into the office, physically into the office, as if you were doing a Zoom meeting from home. Okay, now we all do this, right? And if you don't, you're lying because we all do it. You know, from the waist up, we look like a million bucks. We got our hair done. We got our makeup on. um, We got a nice top on. You might even have a suit on. But if you look below the waist, just like me right now, I am wearing yoga pants and I am wearing tennis shoes. Okay, Um, this picture showed everybody with a myriad of different things they were wearing, including one guy was even in his boxer shorts. Now, that's going a little bit extreme, but that is what has happened is that because we've done so much Zoom, we're not even in the mode to dress to get out and talk to people, do our hair, do our makeup on a regular basis. Um, And for me, I can tell you, I am a little bit rusty when it comes to live events. Uh, You know, we're doing very few live events and uh, starting to come back, which is great. I'm so happy about it. And even fewer face-to-face networking events. Pretty much every networking event that I do is on Zoom. So I'm forcing myself to get out there. So now I'm out there. And I know myself, I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I'm just so rusty. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to dress. There's just all of those things. Maybe you have felt that too, but I am rusty because it's been a couple of years since I've been really, really active getting out and about and doing events and, and talking to people in general. So Here's what happened uh, this past weekend to me. So I was working this vendor event uh, for the company that I represent. And I was also working with a client of mine. Now, her business is not network marketing, but it does not matter. It's the same if you're doing a live event or networking, does not matter what your business is. So it was the first time I've been helping her rep that company and Truth be told, I was stumbling over my words. Uh, What happened is the we got there. The setup took a lot longer than it should have, a lot longer than it's ever done for me in the past. And you know, lo and behold, we we got it done before 
before the doors opened. But man, when the doors opened, I was fumbling with my words. I really was. I wasn't feeling comfortable. I I felt like I didn't have the right things to say. Now, I have to honestly say that I don't think anybody else realized it, but I knew, man, I was not on my game. I was not on my game. It was almost like I had never done it before, like I'd never done a vendor event. I mean, my goodness, in 20 plus years in this industry, you can imagine done a lot of vendor events. But I was rusty. I was really, really rusty. Not only was I rusty, I was actually nervous. And I'm never nervous to talk to people at events. You know, even though I'm an introvert, I'm confident enough and I know what to say, but I was genuinely nervous. (laughs) I was nervous to the point where I was like, Oh, please don't come. Please don't stop at our booth, you know, And, and that's not where we want to be. Um, I know it's crazy, but we all go through that. So I really made this mistake that I hope you can avoid. I made the mistake that I was thinking that doing an event of any sort or any networking is kind of like riding a bike. You can just get right back on. Well, not. Okay. Yeah. It's like riding a bike. Only I fell off the bike a lot of times and scraped my knees and my elbows. So um, no matter how long you've been in the business, um, that's not the case. Even if you just did a vendor event, you know, a week ago, two weeks ago, there is some rust that we've got to get off. So um, I made that mistake thinking that it's just like riding a bike and not, it's not like riding a bike. There are, you're going to be falling off. So what I did is I made this mistake that I don't want you to make. I did not practice what to say. I did not practice before I got there. I didn't practice to say what what it's different when you're doing a live event. It is totally different because when you're doing a live event, you got to be able to pivot. You got to know what to say on the spot. It's not like you can just stop everything. You know, when it comes to Zoom, heck, I'm doing it right now. I've got my notes in front of me. In a live event, you're not always going to have your notes. So you've got to be able to rattle things off off the top of your head without notes. So really, really important um, that you practice it. So um, you can't just be standing there and say, hey, just a second, let me look at my notes of what I'm going to say. It doesn't work that way. Now, that doesn't mean there aren't going to be some cheater notes that you can have or looking at prices or whatever, but you've got to know this before you get there. So how do you get back into the swing of things for live events? I truly had to pivot. So I don't want you to have to pivot like this. So the first thing is, and you know what I'm going to say, I'm going to say you've got to prep and you've got to practice. So here's some things that I learned that I did that I hope you do so you don't avoid the mistakes that I made. So really, really important that you allow enough time for setup. So if you think that setup's going to take a half an hour, double it because there's always something. Maybe the table doesn't set up right. Maybe you don't have this with you, but you know what? What I had done in the past that I didn't do this time that I will always do is I spent way too much time setting up. 
But what I would do in the future is I would actually do a mock setup. I would take the kitchen table at my house, put the cloth out, et cetera, and arrange it. Okay, that way I know what it should look like. Of course, I'm going to take a picture of it. But when I go to pack up, I'm going to have everything that I need to make sure that that looks great. You know, oftentimes I see people bring in all these things and they're pulling this and pulling that. No, why do you want to carry all of that? So do a pre-setup. It will save you a ton of time when you do the actual meeting. Uh, Then you take a picture. So for the next time you do the event or any event, you've already got it. And here's what's really great about doing that is it becomes duplicatable. You can share this setup with a team member, okay? But encourage them to practice the setup first. So um, do that prep, do the setup before you even get there and see what it is what it looks like, what you need. Maybe you need to add some height, whatever the case may be. Here's the, to me, a big bonus is is I'm not carrying stuff in that I don't need. And it's not even so much about carrying in. For me, it's about, oh, I got to carry this stuff out. We all know what it's like at the end of an event. You just want to hurry up and get out of there. Everybody does. It's a long, exhausting day. It's a great day, but the less you have to carry in or out, you will be so much fresher uh, for your presentations. So you got to prep, but you got to practice. You got to practice, practice, practice. Did I say you have to practice? You absolutely do. Now, the mistake that I made was I'm working with a new company. I'm helping out this client. And I assumed, shame on me, um, that I could just wing it. I've done this for many, many years, and man, was I wrong. I knew a little bit, but I knew a little bit to be dangerous. I didn't know what I needed to know. So you've got to make sure that you practice this. Practice it on your dog. Practice it in front of the mirror. Practice what you're going to say. I like to write things out, and the reason why I write these things out, not that I'm going to be reading them, But the reason I write them out is that it helps me to remember. It goes into my subconscious mind. So those are some things that I do. Um, So what would I do differently? So I would start with always ask, having a few questions ready to ask people to start engaging them. They start walking by your booth and, uh, you know, they they pop in and you say hello, the, the usual but what are you going to say to get them engaged? So one of the things um, that I pivoted to and started talking about is, do you have time for a quick survey? Now, they're either going to say yes or no. If they say yes, you're golden. Okay, but I had to have something to be able to get them engaged. Depending on what your product is, you could also ask a question. So can I ask you a question? What do you love about your hair? Now, see, most people would say, what do you dislike about your hair? No, no, no. I want to be positive. What do you like about your hair? Guess what? They always go to the negative. Oh, wow. Well, if I could show you something that could, that uh, if, if you want to do something about that, I've got a product that can help you. So I have found out what the problem is. 
So I've got to be able to talk about the products and I've got to be able to talk about that earning opportunity. But first, I got to get them in there. Okay, so I got to have some questions. And for each product that you have, you've got to know what problem is it that you solve. So you can't just say, oh, here's our shampoo. You've got to be able to talk about, you know, what problem is that it solves because people are buying solutions. Okay, so make sure that you know the minimums on the products. You're not going to know each and everything, every single ingredient, but talk about what the benefits are, not the feature. This is the problem that it solves. Um, you, you're not going to be able to talk about them all. So sometimes you just have to say, what is your biggest concern with your skin, your hair, or whatever the case may be? So you really know that inside and out. But you've got to find out as fast as you can what the products are or their, their, their problems are so you can recommend the product. So, you know, if they don't have a, a problem, just be polite. Well, thank you. I'm so glad you don't have that challenge. So many people do. If you know of anybody, let them, you know, have them get in touch with me or let me let me speak with them for you. Um you've got to be able to know what problem that you solve with these products that you've got out there. And yes, you can have a cheat sheet. You can say product A does this, product B, but realistically, you need to know this off the top of your head. And the only way you're going to know that is if you practice it. Now, when it comes to the earning opportunity, the biggest mistake that I see people do at an event is they go right for the throat. They go right into the earning opportunity. Um, what you need to do is you need to have a bridge. You've got to know how to go from A, where you're talking about product or whatever, to um, introducing the earning opportunity. Um, so you've got to work on your bridge. The bridge is a huge, huge part of your business. That's something that I teach in my, uh, in my coaching classes but you've got to be able to go from chit chat to talking about the business or from chit chat uh, to talking about the product. You've got to have that bridge ready. So it can be as simple as, can I ask you a question? And most people will say, sure. Um, if it's earning, what, what's your ideal career? Um, what are you doing now? What do you like best about your job? What do you like least? Ah, oh, and you hear what they like least, you know? Um, I'm not sure if, uh, uh, if this is for you or not, but I think I might be able to help you with that. Okay. So, but you have to know right off the bat, you're not going to be able to do a whole presentation right then and there. You can set up an appointment for the next one, or maybe you can say, hey, if you got 10 minutes, I can share a little bit more. Um, that's all you need to do. But it goes without saying that's that's a whole nother podcast is you got to know who you're talking with. That's why the survey works so good, because you get a name and a phone number and an email. You know what? You got to do that. You got to do that. But if you don't have those questions and that bridge ready, like I didn't you're going to, you're going to make a mistake. See what I had to do was I had to be able to pivot and I had to start warming up to get back to these things. You know, it's, it's in my DNA. I've done it enough times, 
but I did fumble. So what I did to overcome it so I could get up to speed quicker is I practice with my client and say, what if I said this? What if I said that? Okay. And she said, great. Well, then that really wasn't realistic. Okay. And then I'm like, okay, come to the booth. Well, you know how that goes when you want them to come to your booth, they're not coming to your booth. So what I did is I got out and I went and talked to all the vendors and I practiced with the vendors Okay, I I can't control who's going to come to the booth, if anybody. And uh, so I just went out and practiced on others. And what I did is I started out asking about their business. So I had these type of questions prepped before I even got out there. I did it. I wrote some down. It was all about them. I asked them about their products, about their business, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, oh, that's really great. You know, I'm so glad I was able to get out and about and talk to you. We have a booth over there. Well, guess what? What's your booth? So then I was able to practice. And of course, I invited him over to our booth. So here's the thing about an event or networking, whatever it is, no matter how many you have done in your career, No matter if the one that you did was the weekend before, you know, not two years like it was for me, you need to prep practice beforehand. You have to prep beforehand. Um, You don't want to be practicing on people that are coming to your booth. Believe me, because what if you've got a hot prospect or you've got somebody that's going to spend a bunch of money? You know, once you place a big order, you could be blowing it. So don't practice on people that are coming to your booth. Practice beforehand. Um, And if you were like me, where you were a little gun shy, if you will, to go out and talk to people and what to say, and it's only because I didn't practice, I didn't have that confidence. But if you're like me, and it's still a little, every once in a while, I'm like, ooh, I got to talk to these people. Um, I sit there and I go, why am I here? What is my objective? And when I remember my why and my what, it always helps me to kind of get over those willies and butterflies. And I just get right back out there and talk to folks. So I have another event this coming weekend. And I can tell you, I will be prepping. I'll be setting up the table down in my office and uh, making sure that I have everything and not too much. And I will be practicing. I will be writing out what I'm going to say. So I do practice what I preach. I just forgot what I know. So uh, events are awesome. Events can make a huge difference. They're, They're a great chance to have an influx of leads. It's not just about what you're doing now, but it'll help carry you for a few weeks with your business. But if you don't prep and you don't practice, it's not going to do you any good. You can't control the traffic, but you can control what you do and what you say. So you can dust off the rust, uh, but it takes time. It takes prep and it takes practice. So this is Janet Metzger of the Network Marketers Den. Join our Facebook group called the Network Marketers Den And check out what we offer because my whole mission is to help you, the network marketer, the direct seller, grow their business and achieve their goals and dreams. So this is Janet Metzger of the Network Marketers Den, and I'll see you in the next episode.
Take care. Thanks for listening. This podcast was designed to help you, the network marketer. If you have a specific topic or struggle that you would like me to cover, please send me a message. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others. Tag me, Janet Metzger, on social media or leave a rating and review. For more tips and tricks, join my Facebook community at the Network Marketers Den. Thanks again for listening. Mm-hmm.